Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hail Varsity Radio is live. Now, back to Schmitty. Schmitty's a great guy, but he don't have a brain. And Elijah. You want me to speak? When I point you, yeah. On Hail Varsity Radio. Back here courtside is it southwest and southeast. It's six for Girls State 2024. Miller North uh, done in by Lincoln North Star as the Southwest Band is filing in. Many of the parents and family and all sorts of emerald green across the way here at PBA. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal, Mr. Husker football. We welcome in Mike Babcock with Hale Varsity and Herd at Sports at MD Babs on Twitter is where you can find him and uh, get his bi-weekly newsletter email uh, from Babbers. Do that at Mike B at HerdAtSports.com. Mike, show me the money, man. How how we doing here? Where you want to jump in on this Hoiberg extension discussion? I think it's oh. probably uh, probably. Uh, being thought about, maybe even been talked about. Well, show me the money. You know, my newsletter is free, so that says <laughs> something about what. <laughs> um, yeah, I heard you guys' discussion, and you know, I agree. I I, I like the uh, suggestion that you know it's a, a modest raise and incentives. I think I think that's a good thing. I think it's interesting that we're talking about it with three games left to play um, because a lot can happen and with, with those three games. You know, Nebraska right now is in control of its own destiny. Nebraska can be in that top four, right? And can have two buys if it takes care of business. And by taking care of business, I mean winning uh, at Ohio State, winning against Rutgers at home, and winning against Michigan at Michigan. Now, uh, you have the opportunity. That's an, you know, winning at Ohio State. Ohio State is not a, a great team, obviously, towards the bottom of the conference. But Michigan's at the bottom of the conference. I think Michigan is two and seven at home. So those are winnable games, and then you expect to win a, a home game uh, on senior night against uh, uh, Rutgers. So. Again, Nebraska's in control thanks to uh, uh, Indiana stepped in and beat Wisconsin, right? So that that helped the situation. Um, and you know who knows what happens with Northwestern? Northwestern has four games left to play. Uh, I think uh, against Maryland tonight, maybe two home and two away. So it's just you know maybe the discussion heats up after we see what happens with those three games or. Do you think that it needs to be the discussion needs to be resolved in some way before that um, because of the potential for teams coming in and and trying to take him away? I think it's fitting, Mike, that at the background at PBA right now, maybe you can hear it on the radio, maybe you can't. The song playing over the loudspeakers at PBA is Highway to the Danger Zone. It is Danger Zone, excuse me. Kenny Loggins, Mr. 
yes. soundtrack hit. And I think that's fitting because where we're at right now, you laid it out, you nailed it perfectly. Nebraska controls its own destiny to close the season in terms of its postseason aspirations. But the history of Nebraska basketball would show whenever they're in control of their own destiny, it's the danger zone. Do you think this team is different in that regard? I, I think so because, <laughs> you know, it, 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 it got that Roku in. You know, that, that was something. Um, hadn't had that. Um, and it, it handles home court. And if you look at these games individually, it's not always the same guy that steps up and does the job. That's the thing that I like about this team is that you don't have, you know, Tomanaga has some at the 30 point game and then doesn't have a 30 point game. I mean, they, um, uh, Wilcher comes in and has a, a great game and helps him win a game, uh, comes off the bench. He's, he's a force. Josiah Alec, I think, is undervalued. That guy, to me, in a lot of ways, reflects this team. Just the grit that it shows and the the uh, the force. And those are the kinds of things that, that uh, mass. Nebraska has several guys that can step up. I didn't mention Williams. I didn't mention Lawrence. I didn't mention Gary. Um, it, you, you don't have to rely on one guy and it can be any guy can step up and lead the team. That's what I like about what Hoiberg has put together here. That's what I like about this team. And when you put it in the context of what you're talking about, Nebraska has never won a game in the, in the NCAA tournament. Is this the team that can do it? Well, first of all, obviously you got to get in the tournament, but I think it is because of the way they play because of the, my only concern is the road record still is, you know, you're not going to be playing at home uh, once the NCAA tournament begins and you're not going to be playing at home in the, in the big 10 tournament. So how does that, what happens in those situations? What happens in the big 10 tournament is going to have something to say with how optimistic I am about a potential uh, NCAA tournament. We might, we might be a little bit premature on, on talking funding and money and bump, but I, I have no doubt, as one of our stream listeners uh, points out, that you have some, some blue blood programs that are desperate for good coaching. Indiana, Michigan specifically, right? And you don't want to... <laughs> you don't want to wait around to hope somebody doesn't come and, and pay the man his money. And, and I don't think we're premature, Schmitty, because if you put on your AD hat, if you're Trev Alberts, I guarantee this is in the back of his mind. Sure. He knows, yeah, no, Trev's, Trev's several steps ahead. And I love it. Well, look at this. We got we got Tim Barrett here. Good to see him. Yeah. Uh, big old hug from the Southwest head coach. They're going in what? It's, it's 30 minutes southeast, southwest down at PBA, correct, Schmitty? Uh, 24 minutes and 33 seconds. Oh, to be exact, okay. I love it. So, yeah, we got interrupted because that dude's awesome. And he cooks incredible walleye. Okay. Um, <laughs> we, we get back to, to the Fred talk. Uh, where does Fred Hoiberg fit in this? What does he cook well? That... Whatever he wants. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, 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 Fred, I think, would be the king of 
this is a, a naughty term, but leftovers, right? When we talk portal, I mean, what he's been able to, to bring together has been, been pretty good. Babbers, I want to get your take on the, um, the Rays, since we're talking money. Lance Leipold, you covered Lance. You know Lance, $7 million man down at Lawrence. His home away from home will be Arrowhead, which is cool. But they have played really good football, not far from a, uh, a three-win season year one, but that, that magical win over Texas. Uh, and then they, they get to nine uh, with a win over number one last year and did it with a backup quarterback. I, I love watching Lance Leipold. He's one of those names that Nebraska, I'm sure, was interested in before they got a really good win, I think, in Matt Rule. But uh, how about old Lance from NAIA National Championships to Rock Chalk uh, Jayhawk? He can start his own Kansas bank right now. Yeah, I'm really happy for Lance. I really am. And, he, you know, he's... He's in the college football realm of what we're talking about in basketball. You know, that Kansas, I'm sure, was looking at, hey, we need to pay this man his money because we don't want to lose him to somebody because I think the potential would have been there had they not uh, decided, had the Jayhawks not decided to to bump him up there and uh, put him in that kind of realm because – what he did for a program that was uh, struggling is is uh, already significant, I think. Um, and, uh, you know, going way back, to me, it was surprising that he left Wisconsin Whitewater. He had incredible success there. It was every year it was Wisconsin Whitewater or Mount Union, you know, would win the, win the championship. And, uh, you know, he left there and went to, uh, what, Buffalo. And... Uh, now he's getting the job done at Kansas. I mean, I'm, I'm really happy for him. He's a great guy, and and a great coach. He's he's proven that. Well, and as we talk like contract extensions here with with Fred, I mean, you're talking seven plus million dollars a year for Leipold. That puts him among the top coaches, not just in the Big Twelve, but from really nationwide. Puts him among the leaders. This is a chance to be a, a a move that Kansas makes that can completely change the direction of Kansas football. Can change their fortunes a program that's been beat down and stepped on for decades and decades and decades, finally found its guy. They take care of him. This feels like the kind of of, of move from Kansas that can, for once in my lifetime, make Kansas football relevant. I guess he had the one year with, with is it Mangino back in, like, 2007. But, like, other than that, it's been complete irrelevance from Kansas football, and it feels like they've made a move that can maybe keep them within the relevancy of college football. Yeah, I, I, I think so. I mean, I, 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 again, I think that Lance has proven himself at other levels, and I think that he's, he's definitely going to get to uh, – Kansas is going to be a competitor um, That's weird to uh, say, for a good it? time to come, I, and I think he's deserving of that money. That feels so weird to say Kansas is going to be a competitor for a good time to come. Like, that just feels <laughs> wrong in college football. You've got <laughs> Kansas State, you've got Kansas, Utah – We'll see what Arizona does. I know they're a bankrupt mess. But KU's got a good path to the playoff right now in the Big 12. I don't blame him for, for turning people down. Or, you know, there's some other bigger name programs historically that have probably come after him. I'm happy where I'm at. I'm going to get taken care of where I'm at. And he's recruited well where he's at. Now, that just feels like crazy talk, though. Kansas with a path to the playoff. You're right. You're 100% they, they do. right. They, they have the an amazing that that path. True is just mind-boggling. Well, and they beat Oklahoma yeah. last year, right? I mean, Oklahoma's 
always a top five team, it feels like, until they screw up. Texas is for real. I mean, they, they, they're, they're good. I mean, I have no – and I, I would be surprised. I, I think the ACC and I think the Big 12 Babbers, as we wind down, are endangered species. I think the rest of those schools, like in Kansas, that offer a lot, will be – uh, eyed and maybe picked out by a Big Ten or a bit or a, an SEC to join the, the two big dogs. That's what yeah, I'm thinking. I think that's I think that's possible. I think the, the Big Ten, you, your first priority for the Big Ten is Notre Dame. You, you got to get Notre Dame, and at some point, Notre Dame's going to have to concede. But uh, yeah, and there's been talk about Texas A&M, although I don't know the, the buyout from SEC might. Uh, might give you some pause there. But, uh, yeah, Kansas could be a potential uh, Big Ten. Well, they got rid of Jimbo. Maybe they can get rid of Texas. <laughs> yeah. Like two X's. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's it going to be, the Big 24? What, I don't I'm, I, Where are we going to stop? Still, still the Big Ten with four divisions. Babbers, we <laughs> love you. We will check in next week, and we'll talk more money. How's that? Thanks, guys. <laughs>